Hello. Welcome back to the podcast This Week in Baseball. I am your host, Young Stud, with episode number 12. I believe number 12. It's been a, quite a week for me. It was the last time I did a podcast last Thursday. Lots of stuff has happened uh, to me and for baseball, so let's get right on into it. Now, I'm going to recap the All-Star Week that happened in L.A. Only three topics today, because again, I'm going to go over a bit of what happened in the All-Star Game. All-Star Week at Dodger Stadium. It happened, it took place 42 years. It finally happened. Now, I went to the Home Run Derby. I went to the All-Star Game. I did not go to the Saturday Night Baseball Celebrity Game, Futures Game. Didn't go to that. Would have liked to go to the Futures game. I just didn't go to the Futures game. I, I saved my money for the Homer Derby and the All-Star game. Just a quick recap on the Futures game. The American League won because, of course, the American League wins every time over the National League. That's not shocking. In the minor leagues and in the big leagues, American League just owns the NL, I guess, as far as All-Star games. And in the Celebrity Softball game happened. The Miz, former WWE wrestler, won the MVP. I forget who won the MVP for the Futures game. Oh, I think it was Shea Langliers. That's right, Shea Langliers, formerly the Atlanta Braves, now in the Athletics organization. So Shea Langliers won the MVP. And now we go into the home run derby that happened on Monday night at Dodger Stadium. So I was there. It was my first ever home run derby. I'm not sure if any of you guys who listen to this podcast have ever attended a home run derby. I sat in the outfield. Now, you could sit in the outfield. You could sit anywhere else, not in the outfield. You're probably not catching ball, and you're probably still not catching the ball, even if you're just in the outfield. But you have a better chance of getting home run ball, obviously. And so I sat in the outfield, hoping and wanting to get a home run ball of some sort. And let me tell you, it was berserk out there. So gates were open three hours prior to the derby and for the all-star game two three hours um usually dodger stadium is open two hours before first pitch this week they're open three hours which i like i mean who doesn't like that but i will say it was extremely hot outside it was really hot outside so that sucked and i've heard a couple of people say well you know maybe we should put the uh home run derby in the all-star game at a later time slot, you know, maybe like 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Then you got folks on the East Coast who are going to be watching that at 10 and 11 p.m., so that's not also good. So prime time is 5 p.m., especially on the Pacific Coast time. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't mind 5 p.m. starts. It's okay. It's not the greatest. It's okay. Dodger Stadium usually does get cooler at night, but this week, it was not getting cooler at night, and it was pretty hot the entire day. Um, it was really cool to see all the officers out there for both days taking taking batting practice. Dodger Stadium did have a thing in place for the home run derby where if you did not have a outfield ticket, you cannot go into the outfield. So that was cool. I'm like, yeah, let's go. It's going to be just the off people. but And it was, and it was extremely packed. I mean, from the get-go, it was 
just packed. You look around the stadium, like, okay, a bunch of empty seats, but both of the outfield left and right were packed, like almost a sellout out there already, like 30 minutes when the gates opened. So it was crazy. I came close to baseballs. Unfortunately, I didn't get any baseballs for the home run derby. Um, Corey Seager, you know, I was really happy to see Corey Seager back at Dodger Stadium. That sweet swing of his. He had a pretty good showing, I must say, but he went up against Julio Rodriguez, who uh, had a really good showing, and he went all to, he went all the way to the final to face Juan Soto. Touch on J Rod real quick. Um, you know, I wasn't a big believer of Julio Rodriguez coming into the season. He did break camp with the Mariners, and I was like, okay, well, this guy, you know, has some talent, kind of flashy. You know, we'll see what he can do to put it together and. You know what, after this week, I'm a big believer and I'm a buyer in Julio Rodriguez 100%. I am on the J-Rod bandwagon now. I am buying on Julio Rodriguez. That guy is going to be a star in the league. He is in Seattle, which means that the Mariners haven't made the playoffs since 2001. But they're doing really good. They've been trending in the right direction the last couple of years can they finally make the playoffs you know what you know i'm not a big seattle fan at all like that place does not really you know up uh, you know appetize me i guess but i'd really like to see the mariners make the playoffs they got j-rod there you know they should be good in the coming years so I'm all for the Mariners making the playoffs. Julio Rodriguez had, I think, what, 80 home runs at the home run derby. He had the most out of everybody. And that's another thing people wanted to change is the home run derby format, which they've changed already a number of times over the last few years. That's a whole other topic of discussion to get into. But Juan Soto did win the home run derby. Peter Alonso did not win the home run derby. He got knocked out by J-Rod, so... J-Rod took it to him. Kind of shocking. Pete Alonso didn't have a good home run derby considering he it's really wild here at Dodger Stadium. Um, Albert Pujols also did perform in the home run derby. Beat Kyle Schwarber. Rigged or not, he still beat him. And Juan Soto did take it all, hitting about 65 home runs and edging out Julio Rodriguez to win the home run derby championship. Really cool to see Juan Soto making his mark at Dodger Stadium, which I think could be his future home. We'll get to that in a second. But then it was to the All-Star game, which I also attended, and that was really a bucket list thing, you know, to to get to the home run derby, to get to the All-Star game, especially here at Dodger Stadium. You just, you know, you can't make that up. And I did that. And, again, batting practice was awesome. I was front row for batting practice, unlike the previous day where I was just scrambling all over the place. I had really no position. But I got first row for batting practice for the All-Star game for the NL and the AL. Fortunately, did not get any baseball. Some were close, but again, no cigar. It's really cool to see people from all over the country that I knew on social media be at the All-Star game, see them at the All-Star game. It was really cool to see that for all the baseball fans just come to one place, come together and enjoy the game that we all love. Really nice to see that. Also really nice to see Shohei Otani hit two bombs out of Dodger Stadium during batting practice. That was really awesome to see. The crowd was going pretty crazy. It was it was really nuts. I mean, he looked he made it look really easy too at that. Just 
casually just launching home runs out of Dodger Stadium during a batting practice. I've honestly never seen that. I've never seen that before during during BP. Guys have hit balls pretty far, but never out. And I did see Giancarlo Stanton hit it out back in 2015. I was at that game, but during BP, never seen that. And Shohei Otani made it look easy. Love watching Shohei Otani. Who doesn't, right? He's a special talent. And we go to the All-Star game. Clayton Kershaw was starting the All-Star game for the Dodge, or for, not for the Dodge, for the National League at Dodger Stadium. Of course, Clayton Kershaw, the all-time great Dodger. Just another thing that I could check off that I was there to see Kershaw do this at Dodger Stadium. He pitched in the All-Star game, starting the All-Star game, I should say, for the first time in his career. And what better time than that your home ballpark at Dodger Stadium? He Gave up a hit to show Otani, picked him off, and then struck out Judge and grounded out. I believe it was, was it Vladdy? Might have been Vladdy to end the inning. So it was great to see that. And Mookie Betts also drove in the first run. And then Goldschmidt launched a home run right near me. I have, Unfortunately, I didn't get it, but it was near me, near my section over I love Paul Goldschmidt. He's a great player. Loves playing at Dodger Stadium. I know he does. The former D-back, of course. And, I, you know, I thought at that time, like, wow, you know, the the National League is finally going to win the All-Star game over the American League, which they can't seem to do, and then they didn't do it. And I think it's nine in a row now for the American League over the National League. I don't know what it is, but it's just this weird anomaly that just keeps happening. I don't understand it, but the American League owns the National League in the All-Star game all-time and Giancarlo Stanton also launched a home run as did Byron Buxton which was a go-ahead winning run but Giancarlo Stanton tied the game with a monster shot into the left field pavilion the balls are flying out near me but I mean it was cool to see that's why I like being in the outfield I do love to see the home runs fly towards me it's really cool and um you know Stanson loves hitting bombs every time I watch him play. You know, I don't get to see him all that often anymore with the Yankees, but he is really cool to watch. And I have a story with Stanson that probably shouldn't say, but I'm going to say it anyways because I just got to get off my chest. So during in-between innings after playing, playing catch warming up, players toss balls into the stands, and Stanton did that. Now, I'm not sure if it was directed towards me or not, there's a Yankee fan a couple rows in front of me. But anyway, the ball ended up coming to me. Again, there's like 10 people going for one ball around me. You know, it's, it's hectic. And so the ball comes to me. It's, you know, fumbling everywhere. I grab the ball. So I have a glove in one hand and I have my phone in the other hand. The thing about my phone in the other hand is I wasn't even recording at that time. I just was like checking my phone. I just had it and I just like, oh, he's going to throw the ball. So let me get up. So I just kept my phone in my hand and then the ball comes to me. It lands in my chest. I try to hold on and secure it like, you know, making it go into my glove without actually securing it because I have a phone in my hand and I have a glove in one hand so I can't just grab it with my other hand and put it in my glove or whatever or, you know, my chest. So I have my phone trying to, like, guide it into the glove and it bounces off me and the guy in front of me takes it. So that really sucked. 
and I hated myself right after that because if I didn't have my phone in my hand, I would have 100% caught that ball, and yeah, I really hate myself for that, but and Stanton also did end up winning the MVP that game, and so that would have been really cool, but no, I had to have my phone in my hand for absolutely no reason, and I couldn't secure the ball, and I hate myself to this day, and I probably will live with like that for the rest of my life. You probably won't get another chance that close again. Let's just be honest. I mean, in between innings, that that's just so tough. So that sucked. But hopefully, you know, I get something to make up for it later on this year. So either way, it was a great time to attend the home run derby and the all-star game. Unforgettable experience. I would like to go to travel to future ballparks, obviously, for games and all-star weeks. Really look forward to those. In the nearby future. Juan Soto was breaking the airwaves this week or the past couple weeks. He wants out of DC, turned down $440 million. He does not want to play for the Nationals. And to be honest, I don't blame him. I don't want to play for them either. I wouldn't want to play for them either. He won the World Series with them already, so he could go play where he wants. Maybe make more money. I don't know. But nonetheless, I don't think he wants to play for the Nationals. And it'll be very interesting to see if he gets traded this deadline, which is only a couple of weeks away. So the Dodgers are obviously going to be in the mix. Juan Soto wants to be a Dodger. You go watch my YouTube channel. I've got clips of him. You'll see it's all over the Internet. He wants to be a Dodger, and I think it'll be perfect in L.A. The Dodgers have what it takes to make it happen, and I think they should make it happen, to be quite honest with you. Because when you have a chance like this, you you just take that chance and you lock up Soto probably. At the very least, you're getting two two and a half years of Soto, right? So you take that chance. Juan Soto with the Dodgers. You heard it here first. It will happen. Let's hope the Nationals have the guts to trade them. I would, I, I you know that would be so huge for baseball and everything. It'll just break the internet. I really hope we get he gets traded. Must say it was also fun to watch Juan Soto. I'm not sure if I've seen Juan Soto play before. I just thought about like, wait a minute, have I seen Soto? He came up in 2018. I did not see him in 2019 or 2020 or 2021. The Nationals come to town uh, in a week, like uh, in a week, so I could see him next week. I probably will. But before this All Star game, I'm trying to think if I've seen him play. The only time I would have seen him play was in 2018, his rookie season. I have to go back and look at the schedule, see if I was there for a game. But uh, it was really cool to see Juan Soto and all the stars on the field at one time, I must say. And the Yankees and Astros are currently in a ball game. The Astros already took the first game on a walk-off earlier today. I'm watching the game currently in front of me. It's 5-2 Houston at the top of the fifth. And so the Astros are on the verge of sweeping the Yankees out of Houston for this doubleheader odd doubleheader you know these teams are just on a collision course for the lcs it needs to happen it needs to happen it's must see tv it needs to happen so let's hope the yankees and the astros do meet but the astros have completely owned and dominated the yankees over the last few years i mean it's must see tv it's a must see tv it's a great rivalry and you know it's probably who the dodgers will face yankees or the astros come the world series so with that being said i'm gonna wrap up this podcast approaching 16 minutes thank you guys so much for listening and taking the time out of your day whatever you may be doing 
I appreciate that. I had a great time at the All-Star Week. But it's now time for Pennant Push Baseball. October is only a couple months away. So with that being said, I will talk to you guys next Thursday. Thank you guys for listening and have a great rest of your day. I am out.